having made his Winter Olympics debut in Beijing 2022 at 16 years of age, where he placed fifth. Valentino last year became the first person to record podium finishes in all three of the freestyle snowboard disciplines in the one season, slopestyle, big air and halfpipe, securing the overall freestyle snowboard title, the Crystal Globe, and something he is again in the running to do this year with just one round to go now in Switzerland next month. That's in the slopestyle. It's great to be able this week to have catched up with Valentino uh, back here in Australia, the chance to return home just for a little while this week. And I just uh, started by saying just congratulations, understandably, that World Cup gold in Canada, what the moment last weekend was like. Thanks so much, Karen. It was uh, it was amazing. It felt so good to finally get that first half-pipe win out of the way. Uh, going into it, I've I've had like in every pipe comp I've done in the last year I've gotten I I had one result that wasn't second and the rest were all seconds and it was just you know it it was definitely getting old not not having a first so um I was super hyped to finally finally knock that one out. And in terms of the location as well, where you have enjoyed another World Cup win as well, Calgary, Canada, what is it like in terms of the location to have achieved what you have done? Well, I've had a lot of really nice results in Canada and I'm, I'm, I've done some analysing and, and been trying to figure it out and I, I've, I've got it down to there's so many Aussies around. So it definitely feels a lot like home when I'm competing, even though it's much colder. Um, having so many Aussies just makes me feel really, um, really comfortable and really relaxed. And I think that uh, it, it's it's awesome. Like I love it in Canada, and uh, the people are so nice. So yeah, it's just a great place to go out and and go for it. I was just thinking in terms of being able to capture that World Cup win, you had been leading by enough last weekend in the half pipe after the first two runs to secure the victory that you got that chance to do what is called a victory lap in your final run. For for our listeners and just with trying to picture the snowboarding and everything you do, what was that moment like to know that you had secured the title and you could just go for it? It was such a surreal feeling. Um, it was a, it was my first victory lap actually that I've ever had. So, and I've seen I've seen people like Scotty James, for example. He usually always gets victory laps, and I've wanted I've wanted to have that feeling for so long, and I I finally got one, which was super great. And it's just amazing being at the top of the course and being relaxed. You know, because that never happens. You're always looking for the next run to do your best stuff and about to go and throw down some stuff that can often be quite uh, quite scary. So to be up there and, you know, enjoy the moment. My physio was up there with me and, um, you know, and we were just on top of the world. It felt so, it felt so great. So it lived up to the dream of, of what it would be like to be able to do a victory lap? Absolutely. And Valentino, what is it about you specifically about the half pipe, the height that you get to? And I'm just thinking back in 2021, you were 15 when you set the world record of 7.3 metres or 24 feet up in the air. What, what has it always been for you specifically about the half pipe and just that feeling of when you're up there? 
there's something about it. There's something about, you know, the adrenaline that you get and the the feeling of going that high and looking down on the world below you. It's It's such an amazing and unique feeling that I haven't really got anywhere else and um yeah it's just the feeling of going that high and and having so much risk and then like landing it and and doing it safely it's it's so amazing what gives you you talk about safety what gives you the most confidence within to go for it honestly you almost have to trick your mind into it in a way, because it can be very scary. And in halfpipe, there's a thing called a speed check, which is what is uh, commonly done uh, throughout, throughout some riders, because, you know, when you're in that, in that moment in between the walls, when you're about to go up the, up the wall and, and go really big, you know, it's so much speed and it's so intimidating that it's very easy to just, wash off that little bit of speed and um you i guess you have to make it a habit not to do that and i've worked on that a lot uh since i was very young and uh we we pinpointed that that was a flaw in in lots of people's riding and we wanted to to never have that and it's definitely paid off for me for sure and um yeah so just not speed checking, having the correct body language that shows confidence and, and you'll usually get a good result if, if you do that. Valentino Gaselli, our special guest on Grandstand this weekend, claiming his first half-pipe World Cup gold in Calgary, Canada, along with so many other things that he has accomplished already by the age of 18 in his career. And another thing is for our listeners, Valentino, uh, your first career World Cup win in the half-pipe event, but you are competing in all three of the snowboard disciplines. So the half-pipe, the slope style and the big air, you are the only person who is doing that at the moment uh how do you accomplish that and and is it the aim to try for all three at the next winter olympics yeah well so when i was younger and and you know coming up through the bigger and bigger competitions it was the thought of you know only doing one was was becoming more and more evident in a way and and it's with the with the technicality of the sport that is the norm now because of how crazy the tricks are becoming mm. you really even people that focus on one of the disciplines might even struggle to get to the top you know and and i wanted to keep my snowboarding whole in a way and and um always be able to do everything so we resisted the, um, you know, the norm of, of only doing one and I just kept riding everything and it turns out that they all help each other in a way because you can learn the tricks on a jump and then it's easier to do those tricks in the half pipe if you already know how to do it on a jump and then they're starting to put uh, transition half pipe features into the slope style courses so to be able to ride half pipe well helps your slope style riding as well and all those little things really do help each other and it's all snowboarding and and snowboarding is is what I love to do so um yeah I, I just 
want to shred as much as I can and, and doing all three makes it so I'm able to do that. It's amazing in terms of really at the midway point now from your Olympic debut to the next Winter Games in Italy in, in 2026. And I'm just thinking in terms of this year's World Cup, I know the next event, unfortunately, had to be cancelled in the Czech Republic. So you just have the one round to go, St Moritz in Switzerland on March the 23rd. Just with all you have achieved this season so far, what are the feelings like heading into this last one? Yeah, well, going into every comp, um, the plan is to do my best riding and hopefully come out on top. This last one will decide the Crystal Globe, uh, the overall Park and Pipe Crystal Globe, which I'm currently sitting second in the runnings for. So I'm definitely hoping to win that for the second year in a row this year. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to go out and, and... have fun and and shred and do it the best that I can and uh, we'll see how we go. We wish you the very, very best. And I'm just thinking, can you paint the picture from all that you have been at and just in Calgary, Canada and the victory of last weekend to where we're finding you this week back home in Australia, that the preciousness of this time and and what it's like for you in New South Wales? Yeah, well... um, after after doing Calgary, the plan was either to go back to Europe or to come back home to Dalmeny. And I decided to come back home and hang out with my family. And uh, we've recently started a business together called Nonnos Gardens at Badala. And uh, there's a cafe that was named after me there as well, which oh, really? is it's pretty amazing. And I've been working there a little bit since I got home and... Um, yeah, it's it's pretty amazing to to have the opportunity to come home and and just hang out with the family and relax a little bit before going back over and um and doing my best to conquer the world again. Oh, Valentina, I'm just, I wish I could come up and what what could I order from you at the moment at the cafe in your name? Are, are you good at the coffees? Well, well, I learned how to make coffee yesterday, so um. I could, I, look, I could make you coffee for sure. <laughs> well, I wish I could. I mean, I, I'm just a very simple flat white, so I, it's, it's not a challenge. But oh, And I'm just thinking for our listeners too, you, you talk about your granddad and your dad. You're 18. The, the whole family story that got you into what you were doing right now. Can For our listeners that may not know that whole picture, can, can you just paint it a little bit for us? Well, since before I was... Uh, born my parents had always been snowboarding and um, my dad actually started when he was 14 and he was a super keen surfer and then as soon as snowboarding became a thing he just wanted to go and surf on the snow and and that's how that happened and as soon as I was old enough to start snowboarding they got me on a board and uh, I just loved it straight away and uh, a few years later we started traveling and competing and then eventually uh, my my grandparents and I, my uh, my nonni on my dad's side, um, we all, us and them, we decided that it would be cool to make a, a snowboard ramp at home, you know, so I can hang out there and spend more time with them. And, um, yeah, I just kept riding and, and it was great to be able to snowboard at home when I'm home as well. And, 
here we are. <laughs> well, enjoy your time, this precious time back home and in the cafe in your name as well. Good luck with all the coffee making. And I know the last time we spoke, uh, just on a year ago, in fact, you talked about then your love of the guitar and, and music. Do you actually carry a guitar with you in your travels? I used to. I used to everywhere I went. Recently, I've um, I've stopped a little bit. But uh, I have lots of friends that I see around the world that have guitars and uh, I'll always go and hang out with them and, and have a bit of a jam when I can. So, um, yeah, but I just I try to travel a little bit lighter now as the overweight baggage bills are, are getting pretty pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Valentino, um, please enjoy. It's been so lovely to chat with you. Uh, thank you for your time and all the very, very best heading into the final round of the Slope Style in Switzerland. Thank you so much, Karen. Have a good one.